gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound to watch old bandit run. Welcome, three dudes with a view, Thursday, Thursday edition, our last show of the week, tomorrow morning, inside Middle Tennessee, this time this station, with Jim Ross. We'll be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy, I am dude number three, Clayton Clayton Harris, dude number two, you're, you're out there somewhere, are you with us? I'm here, yes sir, good morning everybody. Good morning Clayton, good and morning. dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right. Folks, we've got, it is the political season. Robbie Starbuck uh, will be joining us in a while. He was twice a candidate, and still is, I think, a candidate for the uh, Republican nomination for 5th District Congressman, Congressman, which includes this district. And uh, it runs from... It's got a slice of a slice of Wilson County, uh, a slice of Southern Davidson County, uh, most of Williamson County, all of Murray County, all of Marshall County, and all of Lewis County are in the fifth. And Robbie uh, was excluded by the uh, Tennessee Republican Party, the state executive committee. He was thrown off the ballot, uh, claiming that he was not a legitimate Republican. And it had absolutely nothing to do with how long he's lived in the district. He's lived here a sufficient amount of time, a little over, almost four years. But they, nevertheless, even though he's the son of Cuban immigrants, has worked for Republican causes all his life, the state executive committee, chaired by Ben Goldman, threw him off the ballot. Scott Goldman. Scott Goldman. threw him off too, Dell. What's that? The Supreme Court threw him off too. Well, they upheld the state executive committee. That's where it started. And uh, so then Robbie sued, and ultimately the Supreme Court ruled that the state executive committee had the power to do what they wanted to do. And so, I mean, it, it wasn't in any way, Mr. York, that the state executive committee endorsed the throwing off or expulsion of Starbucks. They just said that the state executive committee had the power to do that and so they did it uh so the states the tennessee supreme court having ruled robbie starbuck is off the ballot as a republican in november now um well as a republican in august and ultimately in november if, Mm -hmm. if that's where it ends up all right so Robbie's this week. Robbie has announced that he will run as a write-in candidate for the Republican nomination, um, which it's awfully tempting. 
I, for one, of course, I'm I'm a Republican, but I am disgusted with what the state party has done, excluding Baxter Lee, Robbie Starbuck, and Marion Ortega from the ballot. Uh, they are clearly Republicans. This was clearly just an inside job where somebody or somebody's wanted just to get these people off of the ballot and gain an advantage. The Republican Party's bylaws provided that they just decide whether or not they're Republicans. Well, they're, they're Republican. I mean, uh, Baxter Lee has given money to Republicans. He's worked for Republican causes for years. Marion Otega served as a high official in the Trump administration. And Robbie Starbuck said the son of Cuban immigrants. All Cuban immigrants are Republicans, folks. They, they, uh, they see what goes on in Cuba, and they come here, and they say, we don't want anything close to that. So they become Republicans. And so... Robbie Starbuck is a Republican. Uh, Delk, the whole the whole issue is that you got a small number of people determining who can be candidates to the pub to the electorate, and that's my problem with it. No, no organization should single out three or four people that can run for a public office. That ought to be the public's decision. Well, Mr. York, this is one of those uh, rare occasions where you and I are in 100% agreement. <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, now, I don't particularly care for Robbie Starbuck. You know, he, he comes from Cuba, but uh, he, they enjoyed Batista's reign until Batista got overthrown by Castro. Now they run to America, and everybody thinks they're going to vote Republican, you know? Well, that's that's all true. And, uh, um, but, and you know, I I don't know whether I was very interested in Starbucks before all this got started, but you're right. It's my right, you're right, everybody's right to take a look at him as a voter and vote for him or not. I mean, you know. That's hey, why we in the Democratic Party, we embrace any candidate, come and talk to us, see if you can persuade us. But we're not going to say, we pick you, we pick you, we pick you, you know. And then and then throw it out to the electorate like they're the almighty team of selectors to allow the electorate to vote. That means the electorate is not smart enough to really vote. That's what they're saying. And that's why, Mr. York, I think a whole lot of people are going to get really mad and are are already really mad and going to write in their write in a vote for Robbie Starbuck. Uh, I do. And and speaking of Robbie Starbuck. Mike Lyle, do we have him on? Yes, we do. All right, Robbie Starbuck, you there? Yep, I'm there. How are you doing? Okay, I don't know how much of a chance you've had to hear what we were doing just now, but we um, uh, we were sort of, sort of laying out the history of your candidacy and where it is now and what the State Executive Committee did, what the Supreme Court did. Uh, all right, so how are you today? Now, the, the Supreme Court's ruling of the Tennessee, I mean, that's that's the end of the legal line for you in terms of uh, an opportunity to be put on the uh, ballot as a Republican in the Republican primary in August. But uh, there's an alternative. Uh, what is it? What are you going to do? Yeah, so I've been talking with, uh, you know, my endorsers, people like Rand Paul, Marjorie, Taylor Green, and everyone <laughs> said uh, we've got to do a write-in. And so we have filed with the Secretary of State to do a write-in. Um, and it's going to be, you know, really the most aggressive, well-funded uh, write-in that Tennessee's ever had. I think it's a bizarre situation. You know, normally write-ins um, are not, you know, serious campaigns. They're 
Never, to my knowledge. I, I don't know of one time, except for Lisa Murkowski, where it's been the person with the highest name ID in the field um, who had a lead uh, when they took us off the ballot that was forced to do a write-in. Lisa Murkowski is the only person I know of who had to do it. Um, and she still won the race when she did that. Um, I don't agree with her own policy, but she did win the race as a write-in. And so, um, you know, I think that this is a really interesting, weird situation, but it's an opportunity to make history. And that's kind of how all my endorsers felt. And um, my family and friends and, and, you know, supporters. Really, that was a big thing as I took in everybody's info and said, hey, what does everybody want me to do? You want me to, you know, um, move away from this, do this. And everybody was pretty much in unison. You have to do this. It, it just doesn't make any sense what they did. And you've got to give people the ability to vote for who they want to vote for. So do the paperwork. And so we did it. We turned it in and officially write in status. There you go. And so, folks, you can still vote for Robbie Starbuck. Uh, as the uh, candidate or the nominee for Republican 5th District by going on August 4th and requesting to write in to the election officials and just write in Robbie Starbuck's name. Um, technicalities, Robbie, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. I mean, when they write in your name, I mean, if they write in Rob Starbuck, uh, Rob Starbucks, uh, I mean, how, how exact does it have to be before you get a vote? So uh, we did ask Secretary of State this because it was another consideration going in because especially with the name Robbie, a lot of people spell it wrong. Um, you know, they they actually ended up telling us, look, if we can if we can just ascertain that they meant you, um, that's all that matters. So if they misspell it and they put R O B B I E or they do Starbucks instead of Starbuck or something along those lines or Rob or Robert um that that'll be fine and so um that's that's the good thing is that if we do have people misspell as long as it's you know somewhat close as long as it's you know i think maybe even robbie star duck would be acceptable <laughs> but i think anything beyond that where they get a little crazy you know they're not going to count uh you know robbie mouse or something like that um so you know just reasonably close they'll count it um, you know, I, and Clayton, you chime in on this one. I mean, my, my sense out and about around here is that, I mean, this, uh, what's, what's the dead, what's the party chairman's name, Clayton? Uh, Scott Golden. Scott Golden. I mean, this guy is an idiot. Uh, and I don't know what to do about him, but, uh, people are, he, he continually works against the good of the party. He supports this kind of infighting and, uh, now, you know, Mr. York, you pointed it out that it's bad, that it's no good, it deprives people of their choice. But, right, you know, and that the Democrats, you, you say the Democrats aren't doing that. that and presently in Tennessee, they're not. Uh, but now I can, you know, when, when I was growing up, uh, the Democratic Party ruled the state of Tennessee. They absolutely did. And the Republicans were uh, almost an insignificant minority. And I can... I, I can recall this kind of stuff going on in the Democratic Party when the Democratic Party was the uh, predominant party in the state of Tennessee. Right now, they're 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 trying to come out of a hole, and so um, they're a little more user friendly. Although that's no excuse, I think, for what's going on inside the Republican Party in Tennessee. My thing too, Dale. If, yeah. if the Republican Party as a whole has so much confusion. What will be the product of governing if they win elections? It would be even more confusion. And, and Robbie kind of hint to it. Uh, Rand Paul and 
Marjorie Taylor Greene are just dismal disappointments for any type of democratic government. Yeah, we found that out when Ron Paul's neighbor beat the hell out of him. Uh, in that was Kentucky. Rand Paul's neighbor. Yeah, yeah Rand Paul. Excuse yeah, well, me. he had no business putting the grass on the man's lawn. <laughs> Rand, Rand is probably the best fighter we have in the United States government alongside Marjorie in the House side. Um, I mean, I think you'd have to be entirely divorced from reality not to know just how effective he is in the Senate. He is, I mean, honestly, in my lifetime, probably the most effective senator in terms of moving the needle toward liberty. And I think that there's nothing more important to people than moving the needle back toward liberty and away from sort of the communistic mindset that the Democratic Party is growing to, to have today. Democratic Party communists. Ooh, that's that's a hard one, Robbie. But that's what Rand Paul, Rand Paul has done nothing but block progress. When he doesn't there. like it, he blocks it. And, and that's not serving America. That's just being obstructionist. What, what's that old saying? If, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Well, the Democratic Party is walking like a communist. It's quacking like a communist. It's probably turning into a communist. Well, that's how. That's why you are out of the election there. You got a, a, a group of folks that act like communists. They select the leaders and they trash yep. you, you know. There you I'm, go. I'm, that we have our own problem on our side. We, we've got it. I mean, I've, I've been the first one to compare what was done to what is done in Cuba. You know, I mean, what they did in this race to me is very similar to what they do in Cuba. And, you know, I don't like that either. But on a wide scale, on the national scale, the Democratic Party is moving closer and closer to sort of a, a Chinese Communist Party mindset just in an American form. But, but Robin, let me ask and, you a question. Mr. York, you make a great Batista, point. You know, unfortunately, you're right. Why was so popular in Cuba, and then when Castro took over, everybody fled? Batista was a dictator and, and very much communist. Batista, Batista had his own group of people who did not like him, including my own family. They were not Batista supporters. So uh, there were a lot of people who didn't like him, but also did not want communists. They didn't want Fidel Castro. They just wanted, you know, freedom. And um, they, there's there's a middle ground in there where a lot of people are. And, you know, when people live under dictatorships or authoritarians, you know, they have very different reactions to, to how they can sort of survive it. Under Batista, they weren't going and stealing land. They weren't taking people's homes and, you know, things like that. And so for a family like mine, where they're, where they lived was not stolen from them. It was just, hey, this is where our families always lived, you know. But then when somebody like Castro comes around and they steal literally everything you've ever worked for, they steal your home and your possessions and they tell you, well, tough luck. That's a very different situation. You know, and my family was not wealthy in Cuba. They were very, very, very much working class and they had everything taken from them. And so there's sort of this weird and this is another one of those sort of communistic um, things you see on the left today is this propaganda done about people like Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro is a human, you know, him and his his brother that's still alive and the people who are still within that government, very much labor traffickers sex traffickers. I mean, everything you can imagine that has been done. These people were violent murderers. They killed innocent people. They killed people for, you know, living lifestyles they didn't agree with and so on and so forth. I mean, just terrible, terrible, terrible history. They're much more akin to ISIS than they are to any sort of, you know, democratically elected government. It's just, um, 
you know, people have to kind of understand how quickly it can go south. And it starts with the sort of things that we're seeing in our own government right now. Yeah, dictatorship by the DOP. All right, all right. Interesting conversation, folks. Let's take a break, come back. We're going to talk to Robbie Starbucks some more. We've also got Caliente Conway Glenn with us. She is running for District 1 Commissioner Murray County. We want to talk to her. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. 
Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwingGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwing Group. Or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwing Group. Land is your legacy. My name is Sheila Butt, and I am asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. I believe in our God-given rights and that our Tennessee Constitution is correct in saying that the power is inherent in the people. As your state representative, I stood against egregious government mandates, and I will find a plan for more controlled growth in Murray County. I hope that with your vote for Murray County Mayor, you will stand with me for faith, family, and freedom in Murray County. This ad paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Chairman. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound to watch old bandit run. We are. <laughs> All right, now we're back. Now we're back. And we are talking on the break in here about the election, presidential election of 1876, which at some point we're going to go into. Uh, but it was a much bigger mess uh, than we had in 2020 and the method by which they resolved it and everything else. And it really gives you a better understanding of uh, what was going on in and around the certification of the election of president trump uh, because we just hadn't seen anything like that before in our lifetimes all right i'm dude number three del kennedy dude number two clayton harris how are you doing well del. good morning everybody dude number one jim york good morning good morning del good morning everybody good morning all right now we have with us a couple of very special guests and i'm going to continue with you robbie starbucks how you doing I'm doing good. How are you doing, Del? Uh, now, right in candidate for Republican nomination for U.S. Congress, uh, Caliente Conway Glenn. I want to say hi to you. I'm going to keep talking with Robbie. But we good morning. Are- good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Murray County. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Now, Caliente, you are a candidate for District 1 Commissioner. I am. I am. I'm excited for this race. And where is District 1? Now, District 1 is located, if you um, look on the maps, it's it's small, you know, when they did the rezoning. Preferably, we're on Riverside, Theta Pike. We have some of Bel Air. We have um, some on the uh, west side of town. It's kind of hard to explain. Going down Bear Creek Pike, um, you can see the signs. We're... To me, we're on right on the cusp of District 5. Okay. Now, are you running as a, a Republican, Democrat, or Independent? Uh, well, I am running as an Independent at okay. this time. Yes, I am. All right. Now, I want to I let you have plenty of time to tell who you are and what you're for, but instead of dividing things up, let's go back to Robbie Starbuck. Um, Robbie, let's – and same question. So you are we, – we've gone through where how you got to where you are procedurally today – you're going to mount, uh, I, I gather, uh, a full-throated campaign for a write-in candidacy. Uh, and Clayton, I think he's going to get, I mean, my sense of it is that people who would never have considered Robbie Starbuck 
are now going to write his name in don't, because they're mad about what happened. I, I do. I think they'll, there'll be some people uh, that are upset with the party and they'll be like, you know what, this is our way to kind of show support against what they did. Uh, and, and also, I just think, too, there was a uh, there's a good segment, and Robbie mentioned it, in the polling. Uh, he, he's very popular uh, amongst the party, especially amongst uh, the young Republicans in, in Williamson, Davidson County, and other places. Um, so I think he's going to get a large chunk, of, and it's going to make things very, very interesting to, to see what happens. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, Scott Golden has really... He's really messed up. I guess that's the best way to put it. It, 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 you, you would think, it's destroying our party. Exactly. You would think this would be the time where, uh, with everything that's happening um, nationally, um, you know, you, you wouldn't see as much infighting. But that's all we that's all we've seen, and it's obvious that they are trying. It, it would appear that there's some type of agenda with the state uh, committee uh, party. Uh, it's like they're wanting to help or try to favor one uh, candidate. It's so, not like it is. Yeah, so I, I'm trying to watch how I say this, but yes, that that is correct. I mean, it's uh, it's, well, it's not good for business for sure if you're in the Republican Party. That's what everybody's saying. Is that's how it looks? Is that you know there's been sort of a a plot to you know favor one person. You know, nobody will ever know if that's exactly what happened behind closed doors because again, it was all done in secret. But you know, well, the, 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 the uh, way, Robbie, Robbie, the way people celebrated uh, the fact that you and Morgan Ortegas and Baxter Lee got off the ballot when it when it initially they, they, they happened, they off. They were thrown off. Well, that's what I'm saying. When they were thrown off, the way that a particular candidate was celebrating that fact uh, made it kind of obvious. You know what? What? What was going on here? Well, for people who don't know, celebrated the decision on his public social media pages, uh, or at least on Facebook, and he got torn to shreds by people who actually supported him. Who is? You know, who is this? I, I missed the name. Yeah. Who, who and, did you say put it on his Facebook page? Yeah, he put a celebration <laughs> on his Facebook. You're talking about Andy Ogles, correct? Yeah. Andy yeah. Did. Yeah, I got blocked. Uh, by, my comment got deleted. But yes, that is Robbie. You are correct. Yeah, he did. Uh, Andy Ogles definitely spiked the football when, when, um, and his team did when you were thrown well, off the ballot and did did it again after the Supreme Court decision. You say spiked the football. So let me give you an analogy, okay? <clears throat> if you're if you're the best football team, you go to the Super Bowl, okay, against another football team, and that whole team gets disqualified and they say oh you get the super bowl you won by proxy did you really win the super bowl no you didn't i mean where's the competitor spirit in you you know like i'm a competitor i want to beat everybody fair and square you know and i think that anybody who's been an athlete and played in sports feels the same way there's nothing more cowardly to me in politics than trying to duck competition or to win yeah or to win on a technicality or something on a technicality because it's basically saying i know i can't beat you but I, I could do it through this technical means, you know, and I just don't think there's anything more cowardly than that. You know, face your competition, try to beat them one-on-one. And, and, he, right, it's, so, it's, and it's kind of puzzling, too, Robbie, because didn't Andy Ogles, like, introduce you? Like, weren't y'all out on a, on some tours or, or some speaking engagements together? No, and, we did things. To, yep, 
We did. During COVID, we had done a, a number of different speaking things, um, and he would introduce me and even even said that I would be a fantastic person in Congress. You know, so it's it's funny. I mean, he, he was all, uh, all about me running for Congress until Murray County ended up in the district. And then, you know, sort of eyes widen and you realize you could grab some uh, – power and it's it's clear who wants to do it to serve people and who wants to do it for power and it's the people who kind of have done what he's done that to me tell me they want power and, and what, okay and what, so you're naming one name andy ogles uh uh clayton and i are naming um scott um golden scott golden because he was the one at the helm of this disaster are you naming any other names other than andy ogles you know Robbie? i think that um also, Beth Harwell, I mean, she she didn't stand up to this decision at all. She, uh, from people we've heard, has been supportive of it. I don't know if that's true, again, because she hasn't said anything. Um, but I would also say this, too. Um, we've noticed that the different candidate forums and stuff like that, Andy Ogles has avoided um, attending anything where he would have to face off against me. I hope that before the end of this race, he is enough of a competitor to show up to a debate against me. I don't think he will, though. That, that's not going to happen. That's just not. Yeah, I don't think it will. I've actually, I've already heard certain debates that people have talked to me about me being in um, that he may not be in. So, and there's a number of different, you know, forums like that and, and things. Some of them aren't even debates. They're just forums where they ask candidates questions. And he's avoided any that I'm in, like the plague. Well, and, and, and you know, Robbie, not just with you, though. I, I noticed that he had posted a picture of himself and President Trump on his Facebook page here in the last few days. But what I find funny, and he quotes President Trump and talks about President Trump all the time. But what I find funny is, is that, and, and this isn't a shot at you, but President Trump had endorsed Morgan Ortegas, and yet he is celebrating the Trump-endorsed candidate being kicked off the ballot. So there's just a yep. lot of hypocrisy here. There you go. Yeah. All right, Robbie. Let's let's talk about who you are and what you would hope to accomplish uh, if you got the Republican nomination and were ultimately elected to Congress. Um, where where do you stand in the uh, in sort of the spectrum of uh, a middle of the road Republican, a, a staunchly conservative Republican, uh, a Mitt Romney type Republican? Uh, <laughs> okay, that got a laugh out of you. You could put me at sort of the further end of the tracks away from Mitt Romney. Um, you know, I think I think it's sort of um, it's interesting how much I think the party bandwidth in terms of where you can be on a scale has changed. I would say that the best way to describe it would be I, I'm very similar to Rand Paul and Josh Hawley in terms of policy. Um, would you describe or, yourself as a libertarian? No, I would say I would say more of like a populist America first Republican. You know, we're, we're focused on issues that are affecting people. Like if you look at the top line economic issues right now, those are big for me. But then when you look at things like what happened throughout COVID and whatnot, um, I'm definitely in line with Rand where it's it's about freedom. We need to let people be free to make their own decisions and to do what they feel is right for them, whatever that is, you know. And to do it without fear of consequence from losing their job or having some sort of, you know, um, government agency come in and say, you have to do this or that or, or, or even worse, you know, and threaten worse. So, you know, those are things that are important. But then in terms of, you know, say right now, I think a good thing to talk about is in the gun, the gun debate, because there's this big gun debate happening and it's solely happening because 10 
Republicans have decided to go join the Democrats and agree to new gun control rules. Um, that's something I principally would never do after what happened to my family in Cuba. When people lose their gun rights, you can lose all your rights, period. And there is a problem in our country with mass shooters. That problem is one built off cultural rot and evil. And the guns have not changed. 60 years ago, we had the same guns. We had AR-15 sold to the public 60 years ago. And there wasn't mass shootings. It's because our culture was different. And so a focus on sort of outside of policy, but in terms of how you sort of reinvigorate the public and our direction, there's definitely going to be a focus on changing our culture as well to one that is about the right things again. You know, And I think a lot of that is just having aspirational candidates on our side who embody what we're looking for. Like my friend Myra Flores, um, she just won uh, her seat in Congress in a district that has not elected a Republican in over 180 years. Okay. Um, it's an 85% Hispanic district in South Texas. She just won that race this week, flipped it away from the Democrats in the House of Representatives. Myra is a perfect example of sort of the same thing that I'm talking about, where she embodies our values in terms of an aspirational person. You know, her husband's a Border Patrol agent, they've got beautiful kids. They're all about their family, faith, and freedom. And I think that the more we put those type of people at the forefront, different walks of life. You know, she's also the first Mexican-born member of Congress. Um, and she's a Republican, and she's an America First Republican who wants to make sure we finish the wall. These are the types of people we need from all different walks of life to be able to reinvigorate the American spirit and really put our culture back in the place where it belongs and that's one where we're proud of our identity as americans instead of proud of our racial backgrounds you know like i hate talking about being latino or hispanic we should all just be american and be proud of that you know it's okay to be proud of who we are as people too and where our families come from but our our american value should be the very first thing at the top of the list with our faith and Robert, i think the how old were you, how old were you when you came your family immigrated to america i couldn't hear you I say, how old were you when your family came to this country? My mom was 18, so I was born here. Okay. All right, folks. Man, that, that, that election is going to shake the Democrats and the liberal media down to their core. <laughs> the South Texas Hispanic District. Uh, and we're seeing that more and more and more. And, and those, those uh, districts down there are fed up with illegal immigration. Uh, and they're Hispanic, so and she's not a middle of the road Mitt Romney, no, you know. No, 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 no this that's that pro God, pro gun, pro country, and she won that district 185 years as a Democrat district, and she flipped it. Yeah, I mean that's that's like yeah, I mean Democrats and the media are just not going to be able to figure that out. But um, they're well, Hispanics are. Let me tell you. They're in trouble with the Hispanic community. Hispanics are conservatives. And oh, I know that. Now, the Democrats. Not all. Not all of them. <laughs> big, big chunk. There are several different divisions. It's not a monolithic. Oh, oh, the tap dance, the fan dance oh, starts. No, not no tap dance. The fan oh, dance starts. Hispanics don't vote Republican. monolithic because it used to be the Democratic Party thought they were monolithic. You know, at some point, they may even end up regretting what happened at the border so much that they may go, oh, we need to close the border. And now they uh-huh, realize uh-huh, 
yep. the Republicans. There you go. All right, we got to take a break, and I really want to talk to Caliente, Conway, Glenn, um, and uh, Robbie. You're welcome to stick around. We'll get back to you with some other things. And Miss York, we this sort of went long. Want to? I hope we have enough time to let you ask uh, Robbie Starbuck a question or two. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for the Murray County Mayor. As your mayor from 2014 to 2018, I am now even more eager to address the needs of our fast-growing county. As exciting as it is to see our county grow, we must move forward in a planned and thoughtful process. We must always be good stewards of your tax dollars while at the same time moving ahead with planned growth. That's hands-on Murray County experience. I'm Charlie Norman, and I'm asking for your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey man, love that car. I've never seen one like it. It's a limited edition. They only made 20 of these babies. And your shoes are crazy cool. Yeah, they're a limited edition. Only three in existence. And is that the new Jumbo Bucks instant game from the Tennessee Lottery? Yeah, it's a limited edition too. Have you ever played one? How do you think I got the car and the shoes? Play the new Jumbo Jumbo Bucks limited edition instant game from the Tennessee Lottery for chances to win up to $300,000. But hurry, these tickets won't be around long. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome to the Tennessee Lottery Speedway, where the race to win big continues. Competition is fierce as players hit the gas toward reaching the $20,000 top prize of our all-new Raceway Riches Instant Game. And look at that! We have a winner! Could you be next? Speed to the good times with the all-new Raceway Riches Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. And don't miss the Tennessee Lottery 250 at Nashville Super Speedway on Saturday, June 25th. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. As a lifelong resident of Murray County, I've witnessed the changing landscape over the past 52 years, and I understand the needs of our community. From educating our youth to building better, much-needed infrastructure to managing rampant, seemingly uncontrolled growth, we've got our work cut out for us. But with all of us pulling together, we can attain a successful outcome for our little dimple of the universe. I'll be your workhorse on Capitol Hill to ensure it. I'm Jason Gillum, and I'm running to be your Republican state representative in Murray County. Together, we can do better. Paid for by Jason Gillum for State Representative Don Gillum Treasurer. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's pounded up, watch our bandit run. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. How's everything? Uh, everything's going all right, Mr. York. Thank you. Uh, special guest, Robbie Starbuck, now write-in candidate for Republican nomination, U.S. Congress, 5th District. Good morning, Robbie Starbuck. Good morning. All right. Great to have you. Jump in here anywhere you want to, Robbie. Right now, though, I want to talk to Caliente Conway Glenn. Good morning. Good morning, Murray County. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. You are running as an independent candidate for 1st District uh, Commissioner, Murray County. Um, the way that works, folks, too, will be is, is are those seats all open? Yes, sir. Both seats are open. And that's a big deal, folks. 18 of our 22 Murray County commissioners are retiring from the commission. This is huge. Yes. We will have a brand new commission come August 5th, and we have got problems. All We have Murray County, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, is experiencing growth to the degree that uh, we, we've got problems, and uh, we're broke. And we're going to have to raise taxes, and we're going to have to provide the schools, teachers, and other things that these new families coming in will need. And uh, it has to come from property tax holders because we don't have impact fees in Murray County. And the legislature, at least for the time being, won't allow us to have impact fees. So 
Caliente Conway Glenn. Yes, you're sir. You're going to be, if, if elected, you're going to be uh, stepping into sort of like the dog who caught the car. Uh, the uh, Murray County is. <laughs> well, thank uh, you, Dale. Well, well, maybe, you know, I didn't. I'm, uh, maybe I, I, I. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. You're stepping into a very troublesome situation where solutions are not going to be easy. What What do you see as the big issues for the county commission? Well, uh, what do you want to do? It, it can be troublesome. It can also be a challenge. Um, I am a born and raised native of Murray County, been here all my life. I have watched to where, you know, we can sit on the porch and have two acres in between each house and that you have to walk out on the um, driveway to see if your neighbor is home to where looking out the window and I can see in the bathroom of my next neighbor. You know, things change is inevitable. Growth is inevitable. What's important, and that that's my main thing, is okay. just making sure that um, we do what we can for our county, for not only the people that are moving here to be comfortable. My focus is the people that have already been here. I am so excited for the growth. And, you know, growth means, you know, more financial stability, more jobs. Yet I am hearing lots of our county um, not as happy with some of the results that it brings along with it. Again, we cannot make everyone happy. But what is important to me, Delk, is that we sit at the table. I am an independent candidate. And the reason that is, is because we all have to learn how to communicate amongst each other to come up with an understanding. Um, my campaign color is purple, and that is because red and blue make purple together. Okay. Now, how I feel in my heart is how I feel. If you want to know anything else about me, just ask me. But what is important to me is that we sit at the table together. We cannot make any decisions about growth, about education, um, about just everyone if everyone is not heard and i believe that is my job right now to speak for the people i believe in the people delk okay Delk, uh, can i ask a question uh yeah robbie go ahead i'm just curious uh when you vote in primaries do you vote in the democratic primary or the republican primary i vote who i see fit in my opinion that is the best fit well, you have to pick one or the other though when you go to vote at the primary that is correct so i do vote democrat Okay. There you go. Any other questions, sir? No, that was it. I think that covers it for me. That's. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. You, you like to vote in the Democratic primary, and a lot of people do. I mean, I, and uh, uh, now we are having partisan races uh, if the candidate and the parties choose to for county commission these days. But Caliente, though, has uh, chosen to run as an, as an independent and uh, – so there you go. I, the uh, I think it's important to know party affiliation when you're making a decision, but Correct. it's certainly only a small part. Absolutely, uh, particularly, Absolutely. particularly only, particularly. I think in my mind, it gets much smaller at the county commission level uh, than it might at the U.S. Congress level where you are, Robbie. Uh, but I, you know, I, I actually I, I do agree in in some sense. There's there's less partisan you know, sort of stuff you can do there. One thing I will say I agree on with her is that we've got to recenter our government back to the people, you know, and that's something that I hope that um, we can find some sort of agreement on in at every level of government. Yeah. We've I mean, got to 
government work for the people and not these mega corporations. And that's that's one of the things I would say is a big diversion uh, in, in the Republican Party from the, the past. You know, that's one of the places where Mitt Romney and I would never agree. You know, he wants to put Amazon first. I'd like to put people first and look at what issues are, are hurting families, you know, and, and fix those. Yeah. And this here plan. on the county level, I think uh, and I think this is what Kali Anthony is saying. I want to let her keep saying it, let her say it the way she wants to say it. But, uh, you know, we, we all know that we've got to have good public schools. I mean, yes. it, it doesn't matter what party you're with. And uh, here in Murray County, now there are some places even in Tennessee where uh, school issues get very partisan. The teachers' unions and whatnot are deeply involved. Uh, here, in, here in Murray County, I, I just don't – I mean, I, I see just people just – going you know we've got to have good schools but how are we going to do it how are we going to pay for it and it doesn't matter which say it doesn't matter whether you're democrat or republican they're all they're all wanting more yes yeah they're all searching for a solution together right you have to grow with the growth you know and the thing about it is when that is on the table i you know am very optimistic that we can come up with a plan further the next five years to where we can provide um new schools but and but the first priority is making sure our educators are taken care of that we are listening to them i'm very happy um with lisa ventura and the changes that were made as far as the salary um making sure people are you know excited about working and that we're coming in with a doable pay um that's important to me i work in the murray county public school system i'm very proud of us um everybody knows that you know hardships happen things happen and children are not like they used to be however we still have a job to do and I have faith that in the Murray County Public School System and the school board which is also up for some interesting elections they're, they're, we're going to have a new school board come on yes well. um, that um, more than half will be will be replaced. exactly and that's that's a big race so I, I'm looking forward to some you know a brightness on the horizon I, I remain optimistic as I told you Mr. Delk before I am not here to down talk anyone or say what nobody is not doing or what we should be doing I'm here to say what we can do and what is possible for our county. And, and Kelly, I tell you about, I ran into you uh, what three weeks ago now, and you were out at the Murray County Park where, let's see, I believe it was. Uh, it was the, a museum, children's uh, museum, museum, and the NAACP. NAACP of Murray County, yes, sir. I am and on. Y'all were, you were having we were doing a, STEM that Saturday with the kids, with the community. We did a community outreach, a museum, and we partnered with NAACP and, of Murray County. Basically, it was just an opportunity for children to come and learn and play yes and it, it was a great it was day awesome. it was it awesome miss <laughs> glenn give us a rundown on your your background uh, where and did you go to central did you go to spring hill education and, yes and sir what, what yes sir absolutely absolutely um i am born and raised here as i said before i graduated from central high school i went to columbia state and am still going to finish my teaching degree upon everything else um everything i'm involved with of course i go to liberty temple trinity church it's non-denominational where the pastor is elder roosevelt p conway jr who is also my father I am a museum board, a part of the museum board of directors, leadership Murray board of directors, NAACP, Murray County, and, oh gosh, and GFWC, which is General Federation Women's Club, PR chair. So before I started this, I have already had boots on the ground. I'm a servant for my county. There you go. Now, Caliente, we're getting toward the end here, but you've you've already, I think, said, I believe, 
when I ask, you know, what, what concerns you think education, uh, public education in Murray County seems to be your primary concern, and uh, that's a lot of people's primary concern. Mm-hmm. And that's everybody's concern. Um, and and I'm, my children are grown, so I don't have... I don't have uh, Mine are, my daughter is grown. My son is a senior at Spring Hill no, High School, we, so it's. But I'm working we, in it. We've so, all, yeah, we all have an yeah. interest in good schools, no matter what our status is uh, in terms of children in, children out. Uh, real quick, any other issues that county government that you think are. Uh, really important on the horizon growth education roads and us working together i think it's you know with all the wonderful people that have been on the county commission i think it's time that we have a refresher and i think it's time that we bring a little bit of upliftment it's time the time is now y'all all right robbie that's Starbuck. why you chose oh, sorry, to be an short. independent uh you chose to be an independent because you're nonpartisan and you want to do what you think is right for the county to succeed. Is that correct? That is correct. I don't want to be pushed in a corner. I don't want to be bullied. I want to do what's good for my people. There we go. Uh Robbie Starbuck, right in candidate, Republican nomination, US Congress District five. That's our district. Um Let's get people on the mechanics of this. Now, if they want to vote for you, tell them how, how do they vote for you as a write-in candidate? Yeah, so in the weeks of early voting or on August 4th, you'll show up, you'll pull your Republican primary uh, you know, ballot, and on that District 5 part, there'll be a write-in option. You'll check the write-in option, you'll write my name in there. Um, we'll actually have soon, we're waiting for a sample ballot. When we get a sample ballot, we'll make a you know, sort of tutorial on on how this is all done and whatnot that people can share. Um, And, you know, there'll be a lot more from us soon. This is actually, I wanted to announce first on local radio, so I haven't told anybody publicly. It's not on any of my socials or any of that. So you guys are first, and then um, we'll kind of put it out there widely later today with the statement and whatnot. But, you know, very exciting, crazy, historic move. I mean, I don't think it's ever been done in a house race where somebody had the highest name ID, was leading the field, got kicked off by their own party, and then had to run a ride in. So it'll be interesting, you know? Yeah, interesting. I'm disgusting. The fact that you got kicked off is what I find it. But I, I do welcome your participation in this democracy, and I think a lot of people are going to be much more interested in your candidacy just because of the way you've been treated. Uh, June Starbuck this weekend, Del. What's that? June We'll be on here tomorrow, Mister yeah. York. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Call we got you. We got Caliente's you. Caliente's coming back at eleven tomorrow. We're going to talk. I'll about be it. back, y'all. See you then. Yeah. All right, Robbie Starbuck. Uh, come back anytime this summer and beyond. I'll be back.